Welcome to This One's On Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Nia. On this podcast, I have conversations that are real and relatable. Join me weekly to be a part of the conversation. Let's get straight to it. Hey, y'all. Welcome to This One's On Purpose podcast. I do want to start off with a trigger warning. On this episode, I will be talking about sexual trauma as well as sexual assault and things of that nature so if you do not feel comfortable or ready to listen to something like that maybe you can come back at another time or just not listen at all but I will be speaking in my truths and you know my story last week I was reading this book it's called the body keep score um I'm only a couple pages in but it's in regards to trauma and like I said I'm only a couple pages in so I can't really tell y'all what it's about but God just like came out of nowhere and I feel like the way that God speaks to me personally is through um as far as right now um it's through my own experiences or just providing me with answers to things that to things that I may have went through so I was reading the book and then all of a sudden it was like an aha moment. So I will give you the story and then I will give you the aha moment. So back in 2020, I was sexually assaulted. And um, my outlook around sex, I feel like it's always been kind of skewed because I, I used to believe that the only way through intimacy or one of the ways that I placed a high value on um, to gain intimacy was through sex. And so I'm coming into the realization, I don't think the sex be hitting all the time. I think I was just craving the intimacy. And because I would gain this sense of intimacy through sex, that's really how I viewed intimacy. I later realized and I now know that intimacy can be so many things. I had a bad view on sex because I was only doing it in hopes that the other person would like me more. And nine times out of 10, more often than not, it was very transactional for the person that I was having sex with. I always would have this glimmer of hope like, ooh, if I do this, they'll like me back or they'll be more. And it's given, stop it. It's given, don't, don't, don't be delusional. And so... Um, I was discarded sexually, I feel like, you know, I was just, oh, this is transactional, this is just sex, and I just had, I felt like I was discarded sexually often, and I don't blame anyone, um, if anything, I think I would blame myself, but at the same time, I can't do that, because, um, the the self-worth and self-esteem just wasn't there, right, and so, um, I just got used to being like, oh, this is just sex. Like, okay. And I felt very disposable as a person. Um, My feelings were hurt a lot and hard, okay? I would be in my feelings because I wasn't the girl that was (laughs) taking power of her sexuality um, and gained power and got mine. Like, no, I was not getting mine. I felt like essentially like a rag doll. Like, I was just a body. And so that was my mindset around sex. So now I'm going to spin y'all all the way back up until last week. And it dawned on me. And it was like, after I was sexually assaulted, 
I I was confused. Um, I wasn't super angry. I just didn't understand because I was intoxicated as well. Um, so I was just very confused and I was at a party. And so when I was leaving the party, um, I just felt like I was seeing through people. Like I felt like I was there, but I wasn't there. Um, and it could have been a mixture of the Hennessy and the champagne, but I, it was, it was a very eerie, weird feeling. And, um, you know, the people that was there, you know, they were, they were really careful and they was trying to get to the bottom of everything, but I just wanted to go home. And so the next day I remember being in a shower and I cried a little bit and I'm just like, damn, like dude really just assaulted me, but you know, whatever. And I remember vividly, I went out with my cousin Aggie and I went to go get my nose pierced. It was given like, okay, rebel, mind you, I'm still in the military at this time. And I wasn't supposed to have no nose pierced piercing but we in the middle of a pandemic and I'm like oh we gonna be having masks so my mask is gonna cover up my nose I don't recommend that but anyways yeah so I just remember that the next day vividly and then I was starting to get questions um you know from the people that was there like the main people um and I almost felt like you know I was kind of defensive because it's like I kind of felt like you know do y'all feel like I'm lying and First of all, like, I just felt defensive because I felt like I was telling my story as I could remember it and, like, it wasn't enough or they kept digging for answers and it's like, yo, I, I honestly, I didn't want to talk about it. And then for a little minute, I was like, well, you know, he's a black man. Like, I don't want to, like, bring him down. I don't want to, like, you know, I just, I wasn't trying to tell on him. But at the same time, I was just like, I don't know. And then I was like, why well, didn't get raped? And my cousin and one of my close friends was like, but you were still assaulted. Like, and so I didn't even really realize what I was doing. Like I was trying to like essentially protect the man who assaulted me. And then also I was downplaying what happened, whether it was a full fledged rape or just an assault, or even if it was something that was said that was sexually that I didn't like, that was still a violation. But at the time, like, I felt like I was just trying to downplay it. And so um, at the end of the day, I was just trying to get the person's name. And I did get that. And I guess, like, I wanted his name so I can know, like, oh, this is the person's name who did this to me. Um, And I, I felt like I would find a sense of peace through knowing his name. But that didn't really come. And then, like, since the person wasn't in the military, the military couldn't do much for me. And I had already washed my clothes and all of that stuff, so they couldn't really get evidence. And so basically, since the person was a civilian, they was like, oh, you're going to have to talk to the civilian police. But that's pretty low. Um, it's probably like, I want to say they said like a fourth degree. And it was just like, yeah, it's pretty low. So I mean, and when I heard that, I was frustrated because I was like, well, what's the purpose of me going to talk to them if it's going to be low on their priority list? So I was discouraged and I just didn't end up going to talk to the civilian police because I felt like I was going to be wasting my time and my breath. So I didn't. Um, but what I didn't know what would happen is I started to feel isolated. I started to feel like very, my technique was like avoidance. Um, I was in the process of trying to do like a skill bridge program. So I didn't really have to be at work. I was like out processing and stuff like that. But 
I just did not want to be around. So I would like wait till like everybody left work to go up to work to use a computer. Like I was so avoidant and it almost gave like, I just didn't want to run into anybody. Like I was so avoidant and I just was so isolated and I just, I hated it. And so um, I was able to go to a different base and I just still realized like, I just don't want to be in the military period. And so to, okay, for real this time, to bring y'all all the way back up to speed. As I was reading a book last week, God just dropped it on me. And I was like, I felt like when I was assaulted, I wasn't as angry as I as I felt like I should have been. I wasn't enraged. It just kind of happened. And I think I know for a fact what happened was I was so used to being discarded and disposed of sexually when something like a sexual assault who some would deem as traumatic when that happened to me essentially at the moment I didn't view it as a big deal or a big thing because was I sexually assaulted in the past I was um when I was younger but um I just kind of you know suppressed that and so um I'm trying to get my words together (laughs) y'all But, yeah, it was just sad. And I just kind of, I suppressed it. I didn't go to therapy for it. Um, None of that. Because I just, I just felt like it wasn't a big deal. But essentially, later down the line, I realized it is. And I think the sexual trauma started when I number one was looking to gain intimacy through sex number two just allowing people to do me any kind of way when it came to sex um I'm a type of girl I need the follow-up I need the aftercare I want to cuddle um but I wasn't receiving that because essentially I didn't require that I was just okay hit it quit it and then I was put out you know and it's terrible it was horrible but I found some type of little high through these sexual experiences and I, 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 I rode on that high despite feeling low, despite being unhappy with myself, despite, you know, this emotional wear and tear that I was enduring to me, that little bit of high was enough, you know, and ultimately it wasn't okay. So I feel like that in itself was a sexual trauma and so that continued on into my adulthood and um something else that I realized that I deal with is abandonment in my childhood somewhere I felt abandoned and I'll go into that on my inner child episode but I I've dealt with abandonment and I realized that that abandonment again it never went anywhere because I never addressed it And I was telling my cousin Amanda last week, I'm like, this shit is, I thought that if I didn't pay attention to it, that it would lessen. Why is shit from years ago affecting me? Why, why, why do I feel overstimulated? Why do these things feel so heavy? I thought I was done with that. And she was like, no, I really thought, okay, I'm an adult. Years pass, the trauma lessens. And what happens is, The trauma does not lessen. The trauma does not just magically disappear, especially if you never address it. So 
I just want to say I I I commend anybody who decides to um, face trauma, decides to um, address things, decides to get to the root of things, because this shit is not easy, like not easy. Okay, and I think I said it before, but healing sometimes looks like hurting. If I had to describe healing at a point, and I think I'm coming up out of it, but healing looks like hurting. That shit is not for the weak. It hurts. Um, just looking at your own truths, just feeling those feelings as they resurface and not running away because escapism was something that I would do. I would find myself escaping in alcohol and sex and things that just weren't ultimately helping me. And so the trauma does not lessen. And I talked about sexual trauma, but another trauma that I was dealing with was abandonment and something that I realized when I realized that I was being discarded sexually. That's why I wasn't just enraged when I was sexually assaulted, because to an extent, I was used to it, if that makes sense. And that's that's terrible, to be honest. And so it wasn't the assault that I think got the best of me or got I want to say got the best of me it wasn't the actual assault itself that hurt me the most what hurt me the most is feeling abandoned by um the people some people that I was close to you know what I mean um what hurt me the most was feeling when I was isolated and granted I chose to isolate myself but if I'm starting to feel like these people who were supposed to be my friends or um you know, people who are supposed to be my friends and then they kind of stop talking to me or it's like this tension in a room like you can cut it with a knife. It's like I started to feel like. But it, it uh, let me see. I started to feel like, why do I feel like I'm being treated differently or that the vibe is off when this occurred to me? The sexual assault happened to me. And all I did was decide to speak on it and speak my truth and get down to the bottom of who it was. Why do I feel like, you know, essentially my old friends, it was a weird vibe between us. You know, I felt like, do y'all feel like I'm lying? Like, I really felt alone. I really felt alone. And that's something that I have trouble with. It's feeling alone in experiences. You know, I felt like, okay, this bullshit didn't happen to me. The sexual assault didn't happen to me. And now I feel like, what the fuck? People not talking to me is fucking weird. I felt, I felt, I just felt abandoned. And I think what hurt me the most was the abandonment. And I'm like, why? Why is the abandonment or me no longer talking to these people, these people that I was once friends with, why is that hurting me more than being assaulted? Because like I said earlier, some would deem assault as this traumatic event. And that's when I realized, oh, you've you've been used to be been you have been used to being treated as you were disposable sexually. So the assault, although it was at another level, it was in the same category, if that makes sense. I hope what I'm saying makes sense. But essentially, 
I was used to being discarded sexually. So it wasn't the assault that got to me. It was the fucking abandonment afterwards. It was the isolation I felt afterwards. And I'm like, okay, God, I see what you're doing. I see, I see the answer. And so not only do I have to heal through this sexual trauma, I have to heal through this abandonment. And that's something else about healing is, baby, it's not just, oh, yeah, I am going to heal um, my self-esteem. Yep, I'm going to focus on my self-esteem. No, I feel like with me and maybe other people, it's so many things that you want to heal or have to heal. You got to heal. It's like healing is a lot in itself. Um, and it's just for me personally it's not one thing it's like bitch (laughs) I gotta heal my self-esteem I gotta heal my confidence I have to heal sexual trauma I have to heal abandonment issues I have to heal daddy issues I have to and so sometimes it feels so overwhelming to the point where you like you know what time out I'm throwing in the towel I'm not gonna do anything at all and that's the wrong approach by all means If something is becoming too much, unbearable, or overwhelming, take time to rest. Take time to not do the work on that day, but don't give up on the work altogether. And by the work, when I hear doing the work, that's you digging to get to the root. That's you digging to get to the root. Because so many times, here I I go telling people, oh yeah, girl, I'm working on myself. I wasn't. Not for real. I would put a band-aid on a situation or I would think that I was healed from it or I would think that, oh, boom, solution, problem fixed, and I would continue living. But when I met with another event after another event, it's like you never got to the root. So I just wanted to share that. Um, it was on. It was heavy on me and it happened in 2020. And here I am in 2022 when I decided to open up and share about it um it it still does affect me in a little bit but again you know I'm healing through and I have no ill will or um I'm not angry I'm not angry with the people who used to be my friends I'm not angry with the person who um assaulted me I'm not I'm not angry you know I'm really not um if anything I still have hurt feelings but it's not anger. Um, and I think hurt feelings can be, um, they can be soothed with prayer and um, just, yeah, just prayer. Like, you know, and just forgiveness, you know. So I don't hate anybody. I'm, I'm not mad at anybody. And I, I, I never wish bad upon nobody. And I just wanted to say that because, you know, some people... They are in a place where bad things happen to them and they, baby they want they want the other person to go down. They, you know, and I, I I don't have those feelings. At a point, oh baby, I was pissed. Pissed as fuck. <laughs> but where I'm at now, um I don't I don't I don't like to harbor um negative emotions. I don't like to harbor ill feelings. I don't like to move with um bad intentions I have in the past but where I'm at now I I want my heart to be as free as possible when I think of my heart I want my heart to be open I want my heart to be giving and loving and forgiving at its max capacity and understand this baby 
I still have work to do. And to have an open heart, that's not that's not easy, especially when bad things happen or occur in your life. For you to keep an open heart, that takes strength. That takes courage. It really does. And so I just encourage you, wherever you are on your journey, be true to yourself and just, you know, my stomach is growling <laughs> so bad, real bad. But um, wherever you are on your journey, do not be mad at yourself. F- feel what you feel. If you are in a stage of, no, I want them to, I want to get my lick back. Okay, cool. But my advice is don't stay there because that's not a good place to be. My advice is just try to try to heal through it all. And and lastly, last week, my cousin Amanda, she was like, don't be in a rush to fix yourself. And that really stood out to me. And I refer to her a lot on here. She probably should be a co-host at this point. Okay. Um, but she was like, don't be in a rush to fix yourself. And I'm like, damn. <laughs> okay. You know, that hit me in the stomach because some days I'm like, damn, I feel like I have so much to correct. And if I'm obsessing over what needs to be corrected, I don't think I'm giving myself grace for a long time. I'll be honest. I didn't want to give myself grace because I felt like, are you giving yourself grace or are you just being lazy? You know, but I think we all deserve to give ourselves some grace. But at the same time, we all got to be. Um, truthful with ourselves and take accountability when we in the right or when we in the wrong or when we being lazy, you know? And that was three words that those accountability is one of the three words. Um, I'm big on like words and affirmations and stuff like that. I don't know. It just helps me. It helps my brain make sense of things. And so for 2022, I wrote down, it was three A's. It was accountability alignment and advocating and then I had added um abundance so accountability I'm taking accountability for my actions right alignment is like I'm in alignment with with God I want what God has for me um I want to feel in alignment if things if I'm talking to a dude and it feels out of alignment I need to check myself because I don't want that or if I'm doing something and I'm not having like integrity or I'm doing it out of ill intentions, that's out of alignment. So alignment was the second word. The third word was advocating and um, Hood Healer. Hood Healer, she had a quote out there. I want to say um, she was saying every time I speak up for myself, I am. Damn. It was like I, every, basically every time I speak over myself, I'm advocating for my inner child. And so advocating is important to me because I think when I think of advocating for myself, that is me not only speaking up for myself, but standing firm in what I believe in. Sometimes I can be passive. And so even if this is this, even if it's the smallest things, advocating for yourself, I think it reassures your confidence. It reassures who you are and it reminds you that I I can take my power back. It reminds you that I am empowering. So let me do a repeat. Accountability, alignment, advocating, and abundance. Abundance because um, different things that I read or different yoga, I mean not yoga, different meditations, they talk about abundance. And I think Abundance is something that is so slept on and I'm realizing and I learned through different um, knowledge that I acquire is that seeing the abundance in everything, um, 
And when I when I think of the word abundance, I think it's just mm, let me see abundance. I think I wanted to say gratitude in motion um, because just abundance. I think it's 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 a it's a collect it's a collection of of good things. And by good things, that can be abundance of positive energy, um, abundance of blessings, abundance of um, sometimes you can have an abundance of material things. But I try to steer away from like material aspects and not putting so much value on them. But abundance to me is like that's that's just what it is. A collection of good things, a collection of good things from God. So. I just wanted to end on a high note because I know that this episode can kind of, it can, it could be heavy. So again, I want to share my story and I pray that you all are healing through any trauma that you may be experiencing because I am a firm believer that there's peace on the other side of trauma. I love y'all so much and thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, leave a rating, um, give me some stars you know you can you can um leave a comment with the stars and you can also leave an actual comment where you type my instagram is underscore i am purpose and you can dm me on there or you can hit me on an email whichever one um i'll see y'all on the next episode peace